What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Sober Plug Podcast, where we disconnect you from addiction and plug you into recovery. I'm your host, Connor Duffy. Uh, if anybody needs help, needs assistance getting sober, you can contact my direct line. That is 203-917-8862. Again, that is 203-917-8862. If you guys are following this podcast, I'd really appreciate it. Um, if you're not subscribed, I'd appreciate if you did subscribe. And if you already are, I'd really appreciate it if you could rate this podcast, whether it be on Spotify or Pandora, whatever platform you're on, if you could give it a rating, I'd really appreciate it. It helps boost the numbers. And my point is to get the message out there to other people who are struggling or people that just need to hear the word, you know, because we all need uh, the message. We all need to hear uh, a word of hope. And I know I certainly did. Um, so we're back on another episode, really pumped as always to share with you guys some things that just helped me along my journey. And I think today what I want to talk about was three things to stay sober today. What are three different things that you can do that you can add to your toolbox that you can implement on a daily basis to help you stay sober and you know, when I'm thinking about podcasts, to be honest, sometimes I just have no idea what I'm going to talk about when I when I put the mic up to my face and I have my computer on, I just kind of go with the flow. And then there are other times where, you know, I, I have a little pre-planned idea of what I want to talk about. And I think the whole idea of recovery, guys, is is really just simplifying things. It's really making sure that we can develop some structure, some routine and just some balance in our day and make sure that we are in a healthy mindset and a healthy space to to really do something that is difficult for us in the beginning. It can be really fucking tough to stay sober. When you are addicted to drugs for a long time, addicted to alcohol, you don't know another way to live. And it seems like an impossible task. And it's really not. It's really not an impossible task. If you could stay sober for one hour, you could stay sober for one day. If you could stay sober for one day, you could stay sober for a week. Sober for a week, you could definitely stay sober for a month. And if you could stay sober for a month, it could turn into a year. A year can turn into a decade and so on and so forth. So how do we do this? How do we simplify these things? And, and you know, really, it starts with our daily habits. It starts with what we do on a daily basis. And it's just like it's just like learning anything else that's new. It's really getting into a rhythm. Sometimes that takes a little bit of time. You know, you're not going to know what to do right away. So um, it takes a little bit to get comfortable in the daily process on, on how to live a life sober because a lot of people – like I said, man, you might have been drinking for 10, 15, 20 years, or you might have been using drugs for, you know, the last five, and you don't remember what the hell to do with your time. One of the things that you realize is when you get sober, you're like, holy crap, I got a lot of time on my hands. There's a lot of energy, not just, not just, you know, physical, but mental energy that I put into my using. So a lot of the a big issue for people is that when they get sober they just don't know what to do with their time and you know boredom is the is the devil's playground when you got a lot of time on your hands and you don't know what to do with it that's when we make really stupid decisions so you know 
we'll, we'll obviously address a couple different things that work for me. And I, and I want you guys to break this down into like three different compartments, right? Look at it as like mind, body, and soul. That's what we're trying to target every day. We're just trying to get a little bit better. We're just trying to grow 1% better in these areas every day. And so number one, you know, let's focus on the mind, right? So for the mind, it's really not just about, it's, it's about really getting out of your own way because your mind, when you are in that addictive mindset, let's say you're fresh coming off of doing opiates, you're fresh off of alcohol, whatever the case may be. It could be, it could be you're fresh off smoking weed the last, the last couple of years. It doesn't really matter what it is. Your mind is really not your friend. Like you've been, you've been fertilizing your, the fertilizer you've been using for your mind has been poisoned for a while. So you don't really know how to think clearly. You can't really trust your own thoughts because you have been craving and, and seeking this substance to satisfy your mind for a while, right? So you basically got to get the fuck out of your own way. That's the truth. You got to listen to the solution. You got to listen to people that are in a position that you want to be in. You know what I mean? You have to really listen to people that you respect that have an idea on what they're talking about and how you're trying to live. Think about it like this. If you're trying to learn how to fish, doesn't it make sense to go and learn from the fisherman? Of course. Guy's been doing it for 20 years. So he certainly knows how to catch a fish and and he can teach me how to do it. So get around people that are sober. And if you can't do that in the physical sense where, you know, if you can't get to a meeting or you just don't know that many sober people, you got to find resources. You got to hear the word in some sense. And if you're listening to this now, you know, for instance, look at a podcast, for example, at the very least, you're getting some type of some type of fresh idea, some type of solution based um, solution based thinking that can change the way that we operate, you know, so you got to cleanse the mind, listen to the solution, get around people that are living it, you know, go go to meetings if you can, whether it be AA, if you don't like 12 step based meetings, there's other support groups as well. Um, there's plenty of like Facebook groups for people that are in recovery. Uh, there's books that you can read. There's coaching programs. Like if you are ever interested in, in wanting to work with a coach like myself, you could always contact my line. Um, and there's plenty of other recovery coaches out there too. Whether you seek a therapist who uh, who specializes in addiction, you just, you want to be talking with people that can really curb your cravings, curb your urges and those intrusive thoughts and that impulsive thinking. Um, cause cravings are going to come. It's not really about like, you're not ever going to avoid cravings in the beginning per se, because, like I said before, you've just been constructed to think a certain way for so long. So really the next best thing that you can do is listen to the, listen to the word, you know, listen to the fucking solution and really swim in it. It's very important. Um, you don't want to listen to your own way of thinking for that long. It's kind of like, it's kind of like taking financial advice from a family member who is just an 
off awful with their finances. Like, why would you do that? You know what I mean? It doesn't make any sense. So right now you have been awful at leading your life in a drug free, responsible way. So don't depend on your fucking thinking to do it. You feel me? Cool. Um, so the first thing, like I said, is the mind. And so those are the things that you can do to really cleanse your mind, clear it, start to just think differently, just tweak it just a little bit, you know, just to get get some of that alleviation from your own thoughts because our thoughts can be exhausting. So number two is body. Get into your body. Get out of your mind but into your body. This is huge. This is really, really important, guys. I mean, I talk about working out so much and, and getting active and it's not because I like to say it. It's just, it is so important. I'll, I'll never forget. I, I really, I'm looking back and I think when I got sober this last time, a massive part for me was the job that I had. I worked on this organic farm and it was fucking brutal work. I mean, it was really tough work for pennies on the dollar. It wasn't, wasn't a lot of money. I think it was like, man, this was back in 2013. I, I mean, shit, I want to say I was making like no more than eight bucks an hour, you know, 8.50 an hour, maybe. It wasn't a lot, guys. And I'll tell you what, that job saved my life. I really believe that. I think that job played a massive role in not just the physical work, but but also like stimulating my mind and, and being outside in nature and really like giving me a workout every day. It was such a healthy environment for me to be in. And I, I didn't really know how big it was at the time, but like looking back now, I really do like I just I didn't have a lot of time to get consumed with my thoughts and you know it's not like I was I was scrubbing dishes at a restaurant not that there's anything wrong with that whatsoever but I think where I was at personally in in my life at that moment I think I needed something that exhausted me and took up my mental space and that certainly did so yeah, getting into getting into your body really like like and listen, if you don't have a physical job, that's fine, but you got to do something to get active. That's what I'm telling you. It's just too important. It's just way too important. When you go to a when you go to the gym and you work out, at first it's it's going to be tough. Like it's not, you know, it, it could be tough. Maybe maybe you'll really like it, but my point is you develop this habit long enough you will eventually learn to love it. You will not be able to live without it. It's literally, it's within us. It's within our DNA. We have these chemicals, these drugs in our head that get released when we work out. And they are to keep us from, to continue doing it. When when you start running, when you start working out, when you're building muscle, we're releasing endorphins, serotonin, um, what else? Jeez, uh, it's freaking, you know, dopamine, like all the good shit that we're basically craving out of drugs, we produce naturally through hard work and sacrifice. The problem is, is you don't see the results right away. So you got to keep going. It's like, however, 
if you go outside for a run, if you go outside for a run, you run your hardest and you're out of breath. Well, let's just say you're running a mile or two and you're completely out of breath. Like that high, you get a runner's high and those endorphins are kicking and you might be exhausted, but you're going to be damn proud of yourself for putting yourself through that suffering and that sacrifice, that little bit. It's not a choice, guys. Like I'm telling you right now, if you go and ran a mile right now, ran a mile or two and really push yourself hard to do it. I don't care if you have to run a quarter of a mile and you're totally out of breath. You might be completely out of shape and that's okay. But if you push yourself to do something that doesn't seem appetizing, those are the moments that you actually become proud of yourself. That that little moment right there is a fucking massive win. It is because you're training your mind to do things that you don't mentally want to do beforehand. But it's the after, it's the result you get afterwards that you feel that relief, that you feel proud. That that's those are big moments. Like that's how you build self-esteem. That's how you build self-worth. It's through necessary sacrifice that you don't necessarily want to do. And guys, you could never get me out of the gym now, like ever. Uh, I go, I go. If it's not seven days a week, it's six. Sometimes I will take off on a Sunday, but even on a Sunday, I'm doing something. I'm active every single day, and I'm actually I'm active to the point where I'll go to the gym. Well, first off, I wake up at I wake up anywhere from when my morning routine is on point. I'm waking up from three thirty a.m. to four, and I'm going outside and I'm running. And I'm in the Northeast, so it's it's brick out when it's twenty degrees out and you're running at four a.m. Man, there is there is no feeling like that in the world. It is an amazing feeling. Um, so uh, anyway, that's like my first workout of the day. As long as I'm staying steady with that, that's what I'm doing. Then I'm basically in the gym a few hours later. I'm getting a great pump on. I'm working out. And then even later on in the day, there's a chance that I might be doing another ab exercise or uh, walk later on. I'm not saying that you guys need to do this. I'm not trying to – and I'm trying to make this simple for you. But what I'm telling you is I implement this every single day. I am active. I get active every day. And it's very important that you do this in the beginning to start building this habit for you. Now, if you feel like this is something that's like overwhelming and you, oh, I can't go to the gym for two hours. I'm not asking you to go to the gym for two hours. I'm asking you to go outside and take a fucking walk for 25 minutes. Anybody can go for a walk or go to, go to the gym, sign up and, you know, go on the treadmill. Or just lift some light weights. You don't have to go crazy. Trick yourself. Trick your mind. Commit yourself to, to going for, you know, commit to going every single day to the gym or, or, or two days, three days a week. Start small for 20 minutes at a time. And then next week you go for four days. And then and then maybe next week you keep it to four days and, and you up it to 30 minutes a day, you know, little by little, just little measured increments to get you used to the habit. Because once you get used to the habit you're and you get that established, it's going to be a game changer. It's not going to be that big of a deal after a little bit. So the body, you know, working out, getting active, eating a healthy diet, which are these are things that I go over in my program. 
Um, I lay out your exercise and your diet. It could, it's just, it's too important. It is way too important. You have to take care of yourself, guys. You don't want to get sober and trash the body that we're given. You know, it's just like we're given this gift. We have one life. So we're given this one massive meat sack. We got to fucking take care of it. You know what I mean? And that's our responsibility. You guys want to get you get sober to enjoy the fruits of life. And we can only get true contentment and fulfillment in life by putting ourselves through necessary suffering. And that's putting our needs, our true needs at the forefront. And what I mean by needs is we need to take care of ourselves. We don't need a drug. You know what I mean? We don't, we don't need to binge watch Netflix and we don't need to, um, you know, put garbage in our body. We, we really need to make sacrifices that are worth the result later. You know, so um, that is number two is doing something for your body. Now, number three is soul. And this is very important too, of course. Connect with others. Connect with other people. And I'm not necessarily even saying that you need to listen to somebody that's in recovery. I'm just talking about like connecting with other individuals on a, on a soulful level, like feeding your soul, feeding your spirit, you know, making your, making yourself making yourself connected with things that are outside of you. And, and honestly, and this is, is kind of like could be intertwined with going outside and getting active, going for a walk, because I'm telling you, when you go out in nature and that sun hits your face, like we're supposed to be out in nature. You know what I mean? That's like a soulful connection. We're supposed to be and I, and I never really used to think about it like that. Um, you know, I'm not telling you to go outside and hug a fucking tree, but you know, I do think that there is an importance of being outside and being active and, you know, moving with nature. I do think that there's a, a lot to be said for that. Um, another thing, another example that, that you could really look into with taking care of the soul is um, prayer and meditation. And this is huge. This is this is really important. Um, it gets you. Prayer is basically speaking to the universe, speaking to God, whatever you want to call it. I'm not saying you have to be religious. Um, I'm not religious. I'm spiritual. But I do believe in prayer. I do believe in the power of the word. I believe in the power of, you know, speaking to the universe and and really like look at prayer as getting the garbage out of, out of you. It's getting the negative thoughts or just, you know, praying and for it's a humbling act. You know what I mean? And it gets you outside of yourself. And it also puts you in your place as far as recognizing that there is something out there bigger than you. Now, you may not believe in a God or you may not believe in the universe or you might you might believe that you're the biggest being on this planet. And, and you know, I just don't. I don't believe that. I've seen too much shit. I've experienced too much stuff to, to I completely understand. I know that there's something bigger out there than me. You know, I, I don't have all the answers. Um, so prayer can be really helpful and it gets you out of your own head. 
Now, on the flip side of that is meditation. I meditate twice, sometimes three times a day. This is a game changer, an absolute game changer. I do TM, which is Transcendental Meditation. And I highly, highly recommend um, anybody who is even just a little bit willing, a little bit open-minded to quiet your thoughts and to experience just being. It's priceless. It's absolutely priceless. There's a lot of different ways to meditate. Um, I like TM. TM, like I said, is transcendental meditation where in the morning I take 20 minutes. Shortly after I wake up, you know, um, like during my morning routine, when I go for a run in the morning, I come in, I shower, um, and then I'm basically meditating, you know, within within around an hour of being awake. Um, really, there's nothing better than everyone being asleep. There's no movement going on. And you're just able to like, you're just able to be, you're just able to be present. It's fucking dark out. Like, it's just complete peace. And a lot of people might ask, like, what do you gain from meditation? What's the point of, what's the point of meditation? Like, can you explain to me what the benefits are? And it's not about what you gain. It's about what you fucking lose. It's about losing, being caught up in the rat race, the everyday, the thoughts, like you got to understand that you are not your thoughts. We get a lot of intrusive thoughts throughout our day or, you know, life's just busy, right? The second you step outside of your house, you don't know what's going to happen. So throughout our day, we're constantly processing what's going on around us, what's going on in our daily lives, what's going on in our family, um, what's going on with your spouse. Like you just identify who you are with absolutely everything that is going on. And that's not the case. Like that's not truly who you are. So what meditation does is it just lets you be, it just, it just, you lose the anxiety, you, you lose anger. I'm not saying it's like an overnight thing, but over time, it just, it really, it calms you down. It makes you like think about things in a different perspective. You dive into who you truly are and that's just being. So it separates you from your thoughts. And a lot of people might say, well, I don't know how to meditate. I don't know how to do that. And it's too hard for me. And it's like, well, I mean, do you want to, do you want to continue going the way you are? I mean, why not, why not fucking take a little 10, 15 minute break and just kind of like cool out for a little bit and try to separate yourself from the world and just kind of like be, um, now if you don't have access to TM, TM, I ended up taking a course and I, I got trained in person and um, and it was a game changer. It was awesome. Now, if you don't have access to TM, because the, there are centers around, but I, you know, I'm not sure where you're listening 
from. So what I would look into are other, other methods. There's like box breathing. There's things like, there's things like yoga, which is sort of like a form of meditation. You know, it's a little different. Um, I know somebody who don't, don't quote me on this, but I think it's like, it's called a Averta, a, uh, a Averta meditation, I, I believe. Um, there's also Wim Hof breath work, which I do. I finish my nights with that Wim Hof breathing is unbelievable. It's a breathing exercise that will fucking just rock your world. It's amazing. If you look up Wim Hof breathing on you, YouTube, W I M breathing, or excuse me, W I M Hoff H O F breathing. And uh, that's a game changer. That's that's a really awesome exercise to do. It takes it's like a ten minute video and uh, really gets you again outside of your mind and into and into your body. It's kind of it's almost like intertwined with an activity. It definitely is an activity, but it's really it really like softens your soul. It's good for the soul, guys. So. Um, definitely do that. And so guys, if you do these three things, right, you feed your mind, you feed your body, and you feed your soul. I'm telling you by the end of the day, if you just stack those wins right there, you're you're probably going to have a pretty solid day. You know what I mean? Like you're going to feel pretty good about yourself. If you talk with a, with a recovering alcoholic or you listen to a podcast um, you watch some type of content or you read a book on addiction or, or recovery or just something like some food for, for the spirit, you know what I mean? And you work out and you connect with people, you go outside in nature, you meditate, you pray, guys, you're, you're going to have a pretty solid day. And sometimes like life happens, right? Not every day is going to be sunshine and roses and, and it's not supposed to be, but man, if you, if you develop these habits, it's really going to make a big difference for you. And, and a part of my coaching program is instilling habits like these and making them a part of your routine because it's just, it's too crucial. We need structure. We do really well when we have routine and structure that um, progresses the way that we think and optimizes our way of life. That's how, that's how it's supposed to be, you know? And, and then once we get a clear mind, we can really think about like, reaching our potential and becoming who we who we're supposed to be and really being like a servant to the world but until then until like we don't have these habits down oh yeah without any structure we kind of just mope around roam around aimlessly we feed into boredom and we're not really progressing and that's when we get in trouble that's when we hang out with old friends. That's when we go to old places. That's when we do old shit that we don't want, that we don't really want to do. You know, and if you're listening to this and you're 27 and a half minutes in, then I, I think, I think that's not the way that you want to live anymore. And if you are still listening and you're still struggling, then there's clearly more for you because you wouldn't be here, you know? So, um, yeah, I appreciate you guys. That's pretty much all I got on this one. And, you know, like I said, if you could rate the 
podcast, whether it be on Spotify or Pandora, whatever you're listening to this from, I'd greatly, greatly appreciate it. Also, if you could message me on Instagram at the sober plug and let me know what topics you would like to hear about, what things are you struggling with? I would really like to hear from you and give you some value and and see where everybody's mind is at because this is for you guys. So, um, so if you are struggling with addiction and you feel like you need help, you can reach out to my personal line. That is 203-917-8862. Again, that is 203-917-8862. Um, listen guys, love you. I'm always going to be here. I ain't going anywhere. And, uh, you know, this is the beginning of 2023. I just really think this is going to be a great year. I think whoever is listening to this right now is, uh, going to have big moments ahead. It's going to be a big year for you. And this is the start, right? Or you might be, you know, you might be a couple years into your journey or whatever the case may be. I don't really care where you're at in your recovery or you might be struggling to this, to this moment, but I just feel like, I just feel like there's a lot of good things coming for you this year. And it really just starts with right now. You know what I mean? Implementing these habits, implementing these little things that seem so small, but they just add up to massive wins. Just focus on getting 1% better, 1% better every single day. And before you're halfway through, you will be amazed at the compounding interest that just like it just snowballs into something that you just don't even recognize yourself after after six months of doing something habitually over and over again you become like a fucking machine you know and and when you're in it you don't think that you really don't think life's ever going to change I, I certainly didn't not in the beginning i didn't think that i'd ever really be able to get sober i didn't really envision a life that didn't have drugs or alcohol in it for me and I'm telling you, there's a lot more than what you can see right now. You just got to get there little by little. It's just like one step at a time, like brick by brick. You don't create a skyscraper by just slapping it up there and in one piece. You know what I mean? It takes time. It takes planning and and effort, just a little bit here, a little bit there each and every day. And before you know it, you got the tallest fucking building in the sky. So much love, guys. I will see you on the next one.